You're having a threesome with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. And now, it's complicated. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. Your fave podcast for all things dating and relationships. A one-stop pod shop for the latest trends, reality TV, and celebrity couple gossip. Plus, everything we've got going on in our own love lives. We're your village, and we think you can't date or relate without us. And you should be pumped to be here because we are bringing you the expertise and guests who are filled with all the answers that'll take some guessing out of the game. Make sure you subscribe and share our pod with your friends so we can help grow the village even bigger. You can find us at It's Complicated Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell a friend. Time to talk about our favorite reality TV shows that center around love and relationships because behind the cameras, the setup dates, and all of the drama, there are lessons on love, and we love that. Are we here for the right reasons, or are we just in our zaddy era? Well, this week, we're discussing The Golden Bachelor. It's in its 489th season of The Bachelor, but they went and switched it up which is why we're not over it. They really did though. And they gave us a spotlight of an older guy who is looking for love after his wife passed away years ago. We're going to get into why this season was worth watching. If it's really that much different than watching the 20 year olds who are here for the right reasons. And if we think he picked the right gal or lady, because you know, they're esteemed. Well, I mean, I'm excited to hear about it because I, I look, I love the Bachelor franchise. I've always been a big fan. I've even dated people from the Bachelor franchise. And uh, this one, I like saw the first episode and I was ready to get into it. And then th- there was something happened with like scheduling. Like it was supposed to be on Monday and then they showed the, the, the premiere was Tuesday and then they moved everything to Thursday because of maybe football or or something. But I try to get into the second episode, and then the dude's voice started bothering me because he talked. He like did a whisper that was like this, and blah blah. And I was like, "All right, I'll try and do this later." And then my Thursdays are packed with other reality TV shows, and I just didn't have the time for another two-hour show, so I didn't get to watch any of the seasons. So I'm excited to hear. Yeah, about. I only watched like half of the first one because I wanted to see what the ladies would do when they came out of the limo, and my eyes are still burning from the one that like opened up her dress and like showed I Lord knows what. But anyway, Jen, dying to hear, give us the lowdown. Yeah, I was. I mean, I was invested in these women. I uh, after the first episode, I was, I was like bawling, crying. I mean, you guys know the movie Up. Yeah, yeah. Remember the movie Up? Remember how like in the first five minutes of Up like the the wife dies and then you're yeah. like just all of a sudden it's not even five minutes and you're like losing your shit yeah that's the way i was in the first well, episode Rob, I, if you're really invested in these women maybe you should consider dating older women from now on that's Ooh. not what i mean lauren you know i didn't mean like i was invested in them like that i was invested that their daughter like doesn't talk to them anymore or like their their best friend who got them to go on the show died before they got to go on or they've been divorced three times or they just want love. You know, it seemed like it seemed organic and real for these women. And you wanted to root for them. Not that I wanted to fuck them. Welcome to to Cougar town, Rob. Welcome to Cougar town. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going, I'm I'm passing by. I'm staying on the train. Okay. Well, anyway, so I think you need to get on the train of actually watching the season because Yes, his voice was annoying the whole way through. That oh. is, you're not unique to that um, thinking there because it, it was annoying. It's like too soft. I don't know if maybe yeah, like he was in like it, a weird whisper, like a, uh, uh, I, yeah, I like you're like, is he going? Is, does he need air? Somebody give him maybe oxygen? Was, like what's maybe happening? he's trying to be sexy. 
No, he was trying to be like, like caring, but like in like a, a whiny way. Does that I, make sense? Yes. I don't know if he was trying to be. I think that's just his his whole persona, which is what was so endearing was that he was a softer guy who was sad and lost his wife. And then also what you're saying, Rob, totally hit for me too about the gals and their stories or the ladies, as we just mentioned. So hearing their real experiences that they've seen love, they've seen people, their husbands die, that they've been divorced, that they've got kids that are rooting for them, that they've got friends who have cancer. Like these stakes were so much higher because you felt for them because yeah, of their they don't have, experience. When people leave the Bachelor franchise, it's usually like, oh, they'll be fine. Yeah. Like they're they're going to meet somebody. They'll be on Paradise, uh, Love Island, whatever the fuck it's called. They'll right. be on you know, they'll be on bachelor in paradise in no time. They're fine. Love they're 23. They'll be okay. And I kind of expected the old bachelor to the first episode to be kind of like a douchey Jesse Palmer, but right. like 30 years older guy that like when everything was over, you're going to catch him with a 24 year old influencer at the end, just because he's famous now. Totally. But that wasn't the case, right? No, he's from the Midwest. He's a family guy. He's, he was really intentional about everything he did on the show. And that was really charming to watch. So you were rooting for him because he, he was the nice guy that you've been hoping to see on this thing. And then all the women, except for maybe one situation were super lovely to each other, actually wanted each other to do well. They helped each other. It was so much more loving and charming than watching the like 20 year olds drink and be nasty to each other and like tell talk shit about each other give us the lowdown on the one lady that was like dramatic what happened okay so um turns out the gal who won or who was selected i guess not winning you win your person i guess but she was an oversharer and so she'd come back from dates and she would say how it went and she'd be like oh gary did this with me or he told me that and she kept telling this one woman kathy kathy happens to look like caitlin jenner and then there was this other gal on the show who looked like um chris jenner and those two were friends and it was a whole thing anyway so i actually feel like i pegged it from the beginning and then like news outlets were saying it as well so Whatever. I think I remember these two from the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It was like Susan who looked like Chris. And then in the finale or the women tell all um, Chris actually gave a message to Susan was like, I love you. And Susan cried because she's like, Chris Jenner loves me. It's because you literally look alike. And Kathy looked like uh, Caitlyn Jenner. And so anyway, Kathy was really pissed at Teresa. Teresa's the gal who was the overshare who ultimately ended up being selected by Gary um, for kind of gloating, but Teresa really, I don't think was gloating. She was just like, I'm a hundred years old and I don't know how to do this. Like, I thought we were all going to like girl talk after our dates and be excited. And like, she didn't get it. And she's also like a sweet older lady and she seems really harmless. How old? But was she coming back from the dates and being like, we made out and he did this and we were this. And I think I'm in I love. Mean, like, I mean, yeah. they do that. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. I get it. But like, how do you not know that that's going to be annoying? You're on a show where it's like, we're all vying for this guy's attention. So, I mean, maybe she didn't say it in a mean way, but I'm just sorry. I don't know if I totally buy that. She didn't know. I just also question how old are like these people? Like between 55 and 70. (laughs) 
five. <laughs> like, aren't some of them like in their like early 70s? Isn't he in his early 70s? He's Isn't 71, he, like, I think. Yeah. And so the, Teresa, who he ended up with, is 70 also. She's the one who was like the oversharer. And she, like, I don't know. I just think that like she wasn't savvy. And she didn't have cooth. Like no. We're and about. so the one woman who seemed to have the issue with it was Kathy. Um, but also Kathy was out earlier on. She was pretty, uh, I want to say she wasn't, she wasn't very nice about Teresa. Was Teresa she like one. So like what she was, was saying, she was like true. one of those girls that's like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to yeah. find my forever guy. And I don't yes. need to hear about how Teresa's date went because yes. it's not about Teresa. It's about me and who's bitter. Jake and or whatever. How many times did somebody or anybody say we're they're not here for the right reasons or I'm here for the right reasons? Was that used? I think no times. Yeah, I, I want to say everybody's obviously there for the right reasons. Well, right. On that. I mean, I don't know. I'm just wondering how many times that was said because that is a My question is, are they really are they making them drink? as much as they do the younger people like where they're hung over 71 year olds being like i can't go on the fucking group date today because uh i haven't had that much vodka in my system since 1983 like do you know what i mean not overtly um but in the women tell all they had a really funny like bloopers thing about like them cooking together and how like one of the women kept making something that gave everyone gas. And so oh you see god. all of these like older women like with stomach issues. <laughs> and, oh my god. But they're all like hysterical and they're funny and they're they're not so worried about how they're going to look because they've seen it and done it all. They're just like, this is me. I'm lucky to be here. Yeah, <laughs> you and know? probably yeah. not like interested in like obviously becoming an influencer or getting followers on Instagram, like the young 20 year olds are so like that you can kind of take that out of the equation too. They were way more comfortable in their skin and they were also much kinder to each other. So it was a very different experience watching them in the house than watching the youngsters. So I think I understand why Teresa might have been more open because she felt like it was a safer space. Kathy also was bitter and didn't really stand a chance. So like that was the one drama, but now cut to we're in the finale. The drama did unfold because Gary had these final two women and it was really hard to tell who he was going to pick because Teresa but was it, was it an obvious final two the whole season? Like, did you, could you tell Teresa and this other, who's the other woman? What was the other woman's Leslie. Like? Which one was she? What did she look like? So she was a bit younger. Um, she was tan. She's a dance instructor. She had been divorced twice. Um, mm. She's Jewish. Actually, I think both of them were Jewish. Mm. Maybe not Teresa. I don't really know. But um, they were very different, but both lovely and lovely to each other. Mm. So in the end, you're watching them both say like, listen, I want you to pick me. But at the same time, if it's not me, the other person's great. So yeah. I get it. It wasn't like if you pick that person then and that person was here for the wrong reasons, then I don't know what you're doing. I don't want you. Anyway. Did he have a hard time every time he sent every like, cause you know, there's like always when you get down to like the home dates or whatever. Uh, and then you start seeing the bachelor or bachelorette start breaking down because they're like, this is the hardest thing yeah. I've ever had to do in my life. Yeah. You're like, you knew what you were doing, dude, but also go back inside, turn around for two seconds. There's more girls inside, you know? Did, was he like that every time he sent somebody home or did no. he not get emotional or was he in the beginning being like, bye, see ya. Nice meeting you. Take care. Cause 
that first episode when that first rose ceremony, I know it was the first time he had to do it. And I don't know if he got callous to it or not, but that first rose ceremony, he was like, I'm you're such a wonderful person. I hope you have the most beautiful life ever. I'm so sorry. You know, like that. He got guy. better at it. He but then, cause they're like closer to death. So he's like, goodbye. This might be really oh, awesome. well, I don't know. <laughs> goodbye. And good luck to you. Um, he got better at it as the, days went on and it really also depended on the person and how close he was to them. But you could tell that he had friendships with some of them. So like he would give them a hug or he'd walk them out and they would be like, thank you for, you know, opening me up to love again. And like showing me that there are guys at your age and I could find love at this and like what a gentleman looks like. And I kind of felt for them too, in my own experience, because I feel like toward the because you're old and no. like you were getting to the end no. of your rope and yeah. you can't getting find, to the end of find her, anybody. Getting to the exactly. end of her rope was what she's referring to. We'll call the end I'm of saying. my rope was finding Daniel. But I felt as I got closer to Daniel, every person I met along the way was actually better than the last and on the right track. So I feel like they saw that in this guy. He was a great example of what they should, one, be looking for and two, can find. So he set a good standard for people across America, I think. That's what the show actually did. And even in the finale, that's what he and Teresa were saying. Like, you know, we gave people hope. We're no spring chickens. And we show like, you can have fun. You can have activities. You can go on these dates. You can fall in love for real. And not just because you want a companion, but you can start over and have the rest of your life be something that's like its own fairy tale. So just really quick to get into the drama. Cause I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Go through, go through your highs and lows of the show, what your favorite parts were and stuff. Well, my favorite part's the finale. So, and I think we'll have lots to talk about there cause you might have questions. It got down to these two people. He had already done the hometowns with both of them. He's got these two. It was really hard to tell if like he was going to pick Teresa, which seemed like the safe choice or Leslie, which seemed like the younger fun one. Um, both of them were lovely, awesome people. And he liked both of their families in the hometown and he, he liked where it was both going. And I think, they did express that sex happened on both occasions. On the hometowns? Not the hometowns, but the fantasy suites. Sorry. Jumping around a lot here. Oh, he slept with both of them? My God. And he wasn't shy about it. He and Jesse, while he, he wasn't with Jesse. How did he say it? Knocked boots. Knocked boots. <laughs> Jen, I'm going to die. <laughs> Wait, what's his name again? What's this guy's name? Jerry. Oh, but it looks like Jerry. I kept reading Jerry. Right. Wait, John, Gary. he said knocked boots? What did the women yeah. say? Did the women say anything? Like knocked boots also. Oh, I don't know. Or the, they got closer or got it's a lot of boots. It's a anyway. lot of people wearing boots. A lot of people wearing boots. Them off, not taking them off at the appropriate times. No, but no. God bless these people. So anyway. Wow. Good for Gary. But so you were talking about um, Jesse being sort of like what you thought this Gary guy would be like, because uh, just the assumption is they'd cast somebody like that's like, I don't know, media friendly and like got a persona. So Gary and Jesse did end up having like a fun friendship. Like you watch them bond because Gary has no one else to talk to. That's a dude that's like around to guide him through this. So I liked seeing that dynamic. And even in the finale, there was more of their banter. But um, you see the finale, it's after the fantasy suites, it's after the hometowns and he's got to spend time now with these women and his daughters and his daughter's daughters. So his granddaughters and his daughters, 
all of the women loved these two ladies. One thing to know also is Teresa lost her husband. So she was very similar in experience to what Gary's experienced because he lost his wife. Leslie, on the other hand, had been through two divorces. So she wanted for better or till death do you part. She wanted that whole, you know, forever thing, but she just didn't have it for one reason or another. But it was hard to like say whether he was like attracted to what he was familiar with or what would be new and fun and different for the rest of his life. Mm. He ends up going on the first date with Teresa doing all that. Then he has Leslie. Leslie calls it out and is like, Gary, something's different about you. You seem a little off. And he's like, no. This is at the fantasy suite. This is after we've been through hometown, we've been through fantasy suites. Now this is the finale. It's them meeting his daughters. Right. And and he did, and he did uh, Teresa first. Yes. Maybe he didn't like the way that Leslie knocked boots. No, he just, he just already knew he wanted Teresa probably. Right. So she called, Leslie calls it out and she's like, something's different. And so then he like, it's like, okay, well, you know, it's just a busy time, craziness, so much to think about. Like, I'm going to go now. It's like the night to oh. decide. And so he then leaves, but then he like sits in the stairwell and like realizes Cries. he needs to go back. Yes. Right. He goes back. <laughs> he did cry. <laughs> he did cry. Everyone's crying. Oh he goes God. back to Leslie and is, he knocks on her door and goes in and he he's like, so yeah, actually, I think you're great, but I'm going to pick Teresa. Kiss Oh. oh, so you so the, it wasn't a big. Re- I mean, it was a reveal for her, Teresa, because she didn't know, but the audience knew before. Right. Oh, damn it! And so here's the thing, though. Again, it's a stand-up thing to do, though, because he didn't embarrass Leslie by having her go there under dress all- up, right? And so she actually kind of grilled him and was like, "Why'd you say I love you to me? Why'd you say all those things? Why are you planning your future with me? Why are you telling me all this stuff? You shouldn't have told me any of this stuff, like." Mm. That's not cool. I thought we were leaving together based on mm-hmm. things you've said. Mm-hmm. So she's like, that's the name of the game. He's like, that's the show. I have to tell everybody that. And that guy, Ben set the precedent for that way back in the day when he was telling like every girl on the show that he was falling in love with. Them. Right. Well, that's the thing though. On the They used other- to not say that. They used to not never, no. ever say that. And right. like, they weren't allowed to. Now that guy, then that guy, Ben had his season. He told everybody. Right. So now people tell everybody. Well, so Gary's response was like, well, in that moment, that's how I felt. And so, but at some point he had to get to the point where who is better for me? Who is the person of the two people that are both amazing that I actually want to choose? Because I was like saying to Daniel while I was watching this, like, it's not like he can pick both and start some like Mormon family. Like that's not the name of this game. Unless it changes. That's offensive. My mom's whole side of the family is Mormon and they all only have one husband or wife. But Mormons do do that. So not, that not, also... not, not, um, Always. Mormons, different Mormons. Okay. Well, that strain of Mormon could be <laughs> created on this golden bachelor where they leave with two wives and that's a whole different spinoff. And really, we should, yeah, we should do a whole nother show called Mormon versus Mormon. Yeah, it and it'll called, just show. It was called, um, the TLC show, the one with, what's his face? Corey. Um, Corey. Yeah. The Mormon guy who had multiple wives. But he, no, he's well, not Mormon. He I don't think he's you know, yeah. sister wives. I don't think they're are, are they yeah, Mormon. Yeah, I don't know. But, that fell apart. That's shit now. But um, you know, it's true that the show at some point you you do get up to. I can understand like 
the whoever is the bachelor or the bachelorette who's picking, you get you you would feel like at some point two people you're planning a life with two people. And then you get to the next level and you have to pick from there. So it does make sense that he told them both that because that's where he was at that level. I mean, this is not like normal life. So you can't then equate it to like, why would you say something like that to me? Because clearly that's what he was feeling at the time or she wouldn't have been the second person left. Totally. The whole planning thing, I think makes sense because yeah, you have to evaluate like, do our futures align? Like, can I see a future with you? But the I love you thing. I wouldn't even say I love you to Daniel or let him say it to me until like we got to a certain stage and this guy's just throwing it around like confetti. Yeah, well, he he's also probably knows that like life is short, so like you gotta you gotta say what you mean when you mean it, you know. Um, so as far as the season goes in total, yes, you want to see another Golden Bachelor. You want to see a Golden Bachelorette. Do you think there's? Do you think what's Lindsay or what's Leslie, the uh, second? Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Is Leslie going to be the next Bachelor Golden Bachelorette? So I don't think they said, and that was like weird to me because they usually do that, but I would love for there to be a golden bachelorette. Leslie is younger too, because if you think about like, if she were 70, what would the guys be that they cast 80? <laughs> like, I don't know what that's going to look like. So I think Leslie would be a great one, but I don't know that she'd be willing to go on the show again. Cause she did say, she's like, you embarrassed me on national TV. Like my family was a part of this because she, I no, think that's, that's, who they, that's who they like to make every girl that's ever been embarrassed on national TV. As far as the bachelor goes, has turned around and been the yeah, bachelor redemption. every single redemption. time. Well, they want a redemption story. Yeah. Redemption yeah. story. That's what they want. But like, again, I, I think that's a stupid thing to say. Like you went on national TV knowing that you might not get picked. So at some point you're going to be embarrassed and it does come down to two people. So like, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of a stupid thing. I don't know. But, but all in all, it was a, another one. Yeah, all in all, it was a success. Now, what, did you, it was entertaining the whole way through? Like, because I know the first episode was entertaining, and it sounds like the uh, the last couple were entertaining. But was it entertaining the whole way through, or were you like watching old people ride on a fucking merry-go-round? Like, no, everywhere? it was entertaining the whole way through because they did different things and they talked about different things than you would see on. Like, it wasn't full of drama. It was actually full of stories and adventures and these dates that they would go on were a little bit different and they all are excellent at pickleball. So like there was a pickleball challenge. They had them do a, a talent show and their talent shows were like the, their talents were actually kind of funny. So I think getting to see it play out was really entertaining because we wanted to know as this was the first season of its kind, where is this going to go? What's the next one going to bring? How is this going to happen? It wasn't about watching like a cat fight or guys duke it out and their drinking drama and how nasty they were to each other, which is why I actually stopped watching The Bachelor in the first place. I was like, I am not invested in any of this. Yeah, I think we're all a little bit over that. Um, and there's so many spinoffs of, of The Bachelor, like Bachelor in Paradise, and there's shows like it, like Love Island and all these other ones where it's just kind of like the same sort of thing with a little bit of a mix up over and over again, like young people drinking and just like no finger on the pulse of reality um, in this bubble that they're dating in. So it's like, it gets old after a while. So this is a good way to spin it up and switch it up. And it's kind of like what they did with the New York um, housewives. Like that show was getting so dramatic. They literally fired all of the housewives and brought in a new cast. And it's like just what the show needed. So I think um, this is like a smart thing on their part, but I'd be willing to watch the next, like the golden bachelorette. 
I think that's great. Be fun. Good. Hey, you know what? You know the saying: when things start getting old, make them older. Yes, everyone <laughs> says that. That's the saying. I know that one. <laughs> Rob, do you think you'll watch now based on all of this? Like I said, if it was on a different night, my my Thursdays are just somebody's like, "Are you it. watching?" Somebody, yeah, or the two hour show. Like to to sit down and like watch the two hour. It's just so long. And like, you have to like have a block of time. And my friends were asking me, they're like, you don't watch the golden bachelor. That seems like it would right be up right your up your alley. And I'm like, I, my, my reality days are just so full <laughs> that I just don't have Your another i don't have a two-hour slot Your reality roster is just full you got to bench somebody maybe you got to and the I golden think. bachelor got benched the golden bachelor was the one that i benched because it was just once you get two out once you get two episodes behind on that show that's four hours of yeah TV it's too overwhelming i agree you know so oh. there's no unless i'm flying somewhere i ain't doing that I don't know. I encourage you to watch it so that you're ready for the next season because hopefully they do have a golden bachelorette situation going on. And also, I think maybe they'll even have some guys that are a little younger than her, like some cougar situation. Like, I don't know. Isn't J-Lo older than Ben and their yeah. Mariah is older than anybody. I don't know. All of the people. Ooh, um, gonna okay, before you. we end, I want everyone to predict, and we'll come back to it, how long these People are going to stay together. Harry and Helen. What's her name? Teresa. Teresa. Helen. I was just picking Ruth, I, an old person's name. Jen, how long? I think they're going to stick it out. Okay. Forever. Till one of them dies. Well, yeah. that's- <laughs> Jesus okay. Rob. I don't know. I think that Teresa probably has good intentions, but which we'll talk about on the next episode of this podcast. There's been some allegations that have come out about Gary that might not sit right with Teresa and her families that we're probably not realized. And we'll see if what Gary, we'll see if Gary's Gary from TV or if there's a past that Gary has that might come up. I give them six months. I know I'm sounding pessimistic. I'm just going based on historically what's been happening with the bachelor nation. I would give if I had to give them a time, I'd give them two, two or three years. I think they, I think because they're so old, they stick through it. Yeah, that's but what I was like, going to say. They actually work at it because they're like, I don't want to start over. This shit right. sucks. But, but they both had really long know. marriages, so they must know how to make it work. And that's something he did say about Teresa. She knows how to make a marriage work, and I think that that might actually be the trick to all of this. And joke might be on us, but anyway, this was a great season, and I hope that uh, everybody out there catches up on it if they haven't um and if not well doesn't matter because our show keeps going on and you guys seem to love that so tune in each week as we talk more dating and relationshipy stuff and while you're there please subscribe rate comment share the show with a friend and if you want to join the class of master daters don't forget to follow us on social media at complicated show you can find me at jennifer golden on all the social means you can find me at forever zevers f-o-r-e-v-e-r-s-e-v-o-r-s on instagram and you can follow me at lauren leonelli on all the social means as well see you guys later Thank you for listening to It's Complicated. And now that we're going steady, come back next week for another date with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers.